0: opportunity to share God's word. Um, I mean, first and most importantly, I need to thank God because I'm not a preacher. Um, I don't wear a colour thing. I don't don't wear any lovely shirts. (laughs) But what I do know is that no matter who you are, God can also you. Thank you for such a lovely welcome in staying with us. Mm-hmm. Everybody I've met has been with a smile. Everyone I've met is just warm. And I really, really love it. I've already said I need to bring my kids and a wife, because we're always based in Felton. We've not been here, this is my first time. And I can assure you they will come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so, today, what we're going to go through, I believe last week you had, um, was was last Heather, week. that's it, leading the Timeless series, we're going through the Timeless series, and there's a number of us who are having to go through this program, and my topic today is about the God of power. Mm -hmm. And it was quite fitting because we sang (laughs) some brilliant songs today and it it just came out perfectly. Um, Before I even go there, it's so nice to see some familiar faces. I, I did wonder where all these people are. Sometimes <laughs> this is where you are. Fantastic. And then my drumming, my drumming crew for the jam. Yes. <laughs> but yes, it's really lovely to, to, to meet you all. And I'm hoping for praying that God will touch you in some way or the other with what we speak about today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you very much for this opportunity, thank you for bringing me here safely. Thank you for bringing everyone here safely. Lord, this day we commit our hearts, our minds to you, and I pray this day, Lord, that if there's anything that will block your word from landing, that you will remove. If there's anything that the devil has been doing this morning to stop people from hearing your word, I pray that you remove it. Yeah. Let everyone's heart be that good soil so that they will receive something. Lord, everything is not for everybody, but there is something for somebody and for everybody. So I pray everyone will receive their portion, not just for today, but something that will help them to grow. In Jesus' name, amen. So, today we are going to talk about the God of Power. Now, the God of Power has a very impressive CV. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that because, as we all know, we've all applied for jobs before, and when you apply for jobs, you send your CV in, and they look on that piece of paper and determine whether they're gonna call you in, for an interview. Um, This God of power that I'm going to introduce you to, his CV is quite impressive. (laughs) Now, the reason I say it's impressive is because sometimes you go through things and you're looking for people to back you. And I am here to encourage you that this God of power, if you allow him to back you, that's it. You're sorted. Now, if this C V is to be gone into a little bit, to, to, to push the pressed into a bit, we could speak to King David. Now, King David, you see his life, he was a shepherd boy, he used to look after sheep, and then all of a sudden he's thrown into the situation where he's actually trying to um, defeat Goliath, a big giant. Now, David had not fought a war before. He's never been in a war. He doesn't know the first thing about, you know, fighting people. But what he did was he got to know God of power. And by knowing God, he was able to actually defeat a giant that the people who were trained to fight the war could not. So, I guess the first thing for us, for me to highlight here, is the fact that if there's a situation you're going through and you don't have the experience of how to get out of it, there is a God of power. When you allow him to back you, he will help you to get through situations. Now, I was speaking to Pete. Is it Pete? And he was telling me about, you know, his son, you know, boxing. And it's it's interesting, you've got Samson in the Bible who wanted brute strength. Mm -hmm. He got brute strength, he was able to destroy things, able to kill people, able to break doors down, all from this God of power. And If you are in that situation where you need power to get through things, right now you're on a point where you just need strength, you just need strength to get through things, this God of power can help you. You have a wonderful lady in the Bible called Esther. Now, she had a choice. She could sit pretty, enjoy being a queen, and enjoy all the, the pleasantries that come with it. Or she could put herself in a risky position for other people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get into situations where it's not us we defend. No. If, if you're a parent, you will understand that mm-hmm. sometimes you're having to do things to, to defend your kids. Mm-hmm. This God of power wants to defend you. And at every cost, He will defend you. I was speaking to someone else this morning, and sometimes it's very easy to forget what this God of power has done for you in the past. Because you've got through it now, you've moved on. You know, when you couldn't walk, you prayed, and now it's helped you to walk. So now you're used to walking. You forget the pain that you were in before. This God of power did it before. And I just want to encourage you today that whatever situation you're in, He will do it again. Remember, there's nothing impossible for God, God is the beginning and the end of everything. So, whatever it is, you think that you can't handle He can. There, there's no need. Look, when I was in school, I used to get bullied by a certain particular boy. And it was really frustrating. In the mornings, I didn't want to go to school because I didn't want to see this guy. But one particular day, I made friends with another guy. And this this guy was, like, the dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was the man. I mean, it's not nobody he, he, he says, and you do. <laughs> and for some reason, I just befriended him, and he liked me. <laughs> One day, we're in class, and this bully comes up, and you know he's trying his antics. And this bully, this 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 guy that was back me, he got up and said, "What we do?" The guy looked at him. So listen, you ever trouble this boy again? That's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> that you can you can imagine. You can imagine me. First, when he cut, when the bully comes, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, look. That's oh God. That's God. But that's what God is like. All he wants is for you to just turn to him. And he will do everything. He just needs your permission. He won't force himself onto you. Now, today, the scripture that we're going to be tackling is Exodus chapter 15. Now, the background of this scripture is that Moses wrote three songs. And this is one of the songs that Moses wrote. We, like I highlighted before, we've sang some amazing songs today. And I don't know whether it was specifically selected, but I know that for me, the Holy Spirit just said this is this is right. And The God of power came through each of the verses, you know, and it was just amazing that there are songs that we sing in church that sometimes we just sing. Sometimes if, well, if if I was to say, let's say in in Felton, you know, there's drums, there's pianos and all of that. But when all of that's not there, it feels as if it's, it's not praise and worship. But today when when we were singing it was it was different because we were all in one accord and you could feel the presence here it wasn't about whether there was this or if Dave didn't play his guitar if we sang those songs the presence would have been here yeah. because we were singing from the bottom of our hearts yeah. and we, we just wanted to glorify there's difference in songs that we sing. And if you love the God of power, if you are connected to the God of power, it doesn't matter what song you sing. It doesn't matter how it sounds. It doesn't matter if someone standing next to you is singing in such a high note. What is going to <laughs> with you? But what matters is that you have that connection with him. So you you you're there. You're there. You hear the words and you're just there with God. Mm. Yeah. That's what church is about. Mm. That's what the connection with the God power is about. Mm. It, it's, it's not about singing amazing songs so that everyone, everyone is all excited. No. It's about you having that connection with Him yeah. when you are worshiping. Mm. Now We sing songs, we sing various songs, from I speak to you, I speak to Jesus, there are other songs, don't worry, that's fine, that's okay, don't worry, I'll speak for it. it's fine, we'll just stay on this one. So we we go through I speak to the songs from I speak to Jesus, worthy is the Lamb. You know, God of God of glory. We, we sing so many songs. But all of these songs, the main thing is that they were written to glorify the almighty God. Mm-hmm. They were written to explain or to communicate how other people felt. There's the Waymaker, which says God can make a way through everything. It's amazing how we can sing that song. But yet when we come up against a situation, suddenly he's not the way maker. There is no way and I'm breaking down. No. But No, you just say that he is the way maker. So, you know, it, we, sometimes we, we, we need to just meditate on these words that we sing. We sing about God's goodness. We sing about how amazing God has delivered us through difficult situations. But. Sometimes when we get there, myself included, it's difficult to remember what he's done. And you just kind of live in a moment and try to resolve everything yourself. Today, I just want to encourage you that the God of power, his arms are open, and he is waiting to welcome you so that when you turn to Him, when you sing that song, it connects. Mm. And He knows that you are ready. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Amen? Right. So, I just want to show you this. It's very difficult to see this image, but this image basically is Moses standing at the bottom here and the Red Sea parted on both sides. Now, We've all seen it in movies, we've seen it in um, cartoons, we've seen it in in various pictures, where Moses stretches his rod and the sea parts. What I want to highlight with this is that, is there anyone here who's seen that before in real life? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is there anyone here who knows anyone who can do that in real life? (laughs) So, why is it difficult for us to connect with that man, that, that the one who can do that? I mean, imagine, you know, you know the guy, you know the man who can, who can do that. The Red Sea, I know sometimes we read it as a story, but it really happened. It, it really happened. And even before it happened, as we read through the, the, the story, I'll give you a bit of the background of what happened before that. And you will see that we are all, we, you can put ourselves in that scenario. This day and age, how we are. And before I give you like the rundown the chain of events, let's read through the actual scripture, which is Exodus chapter 15. Verses eleven to eighteen. That's Exodus chapter fifteen, verses eleven to eighteen. And this is from the NIV version. And I read, it says, Among who among the gods is like you, Lord. Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, also awesome in glory, working wonders. You stretch out your right hand, and the earth swells your enemies. In your unfailing love, you lead the people you redeem. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will grip the people of Phoenicia. The chiefs of Edom will be terrified. The leaders of Monarch will be seized. The trembling and with trembling, and the people of Canaan will melt away. Terror and dread will fall on them. By the power of your arm, you will be as still as a stone until your people pass by. Lord, until the people you bought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance. The place, the Lord, you made for your dwelling. The sanctuary, Lord, your hands established. The Lord reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Now this is a, a song that Moses wrote. This is after they have gone through the Red Sea. And once they'd gone through, they were on the hill and they were seeing the water come together and destroy the Egyptians. Now, prior to that, the Israelites had lived in Egypt, of events: the Israelites had lived in Egypt for 430 years. God sends Moses to Pharaoh to tell them to let his people go. Pharaoh says no. He won't let the people go. Take a call. Behavior from us. God says we say no. After God says 10 plagues, after situations happen, suddenly Pharaoh now calls Moses, which is quite interesting because Moses initially kept going. But now it gets to a situation where you need to call God. You- <laughs> He now calls Moses. He says, Listen, let the people go. So now the people are going. During the day, God was guiding these people with a pillar of cloud in front of them. And at night, that would turn into a fire. Now, after a bit, Pharaoh realized that he needs those people back. So he started chasing them. When the Israelites saw that the pharaoh and the soldiers were chasing them, they started complaining. This is something that I know that when I'm going through difficulties sometimes, I do. I do complain. I don't recognize the God of power immediately. And it's, it's funny that all these years ago this happened and we do exactly the same thing now. Now, the people of Israel complained at the fact that Moses had taken them out of, let's get it right, they were enslaved, they were slaves, they were suffering, they called for help. God has moved them out, now they're complaining that they want to go back because they didn't want to die in the desert, but they would rather die in Egypt. Okay. But God is really good. What God did was move that pillar of cloud that was guiding them right behind them. And that meant that whatever Pharaoh and his soldiers did, they would not get to the Israelites. Even in that situation, they still complained. They said, they're behind us. Yeah, okay, the pillar is there. There's a water in front of us. What's happening? What's going on? If now Moses, the Bible said Moses is a very meek person, but he got to a stage where this man was rattled. He you know, okay, God, show what's what's the plan here? God just says to him, Stretch the star. And sometimes we don't recognize what God has put in our hand. So all along he had answered. He'd been walking with him. he doesn't realize how valuable that is. Mm. There are people around you who are very valuable. Mm. There are things in your hands that are very valuable. Mm. But right now, because he hasn't made that situation where you need to use it, you don't recognize it. Mm. Do not discard anything that God has put in and around you, Mm. because there's a reason for And at the right time, God will show you why. Now, we're gonna talk about a few experiences that you can have. These are pictures of uh, a waterfall in between Argentina and Brazil. It's called Iguazo. Um, I have had the pleasure of experiencing it. And with Iguazu, there are three different ways you can experience it. So the top one basically is where you can stand from really afar and you have this balcony, you can look and you see the fall, the fall in its glory. It looks amazing. You can really see it and it's, it's, it's just wonderful to see. There's also the second experience where some people are brave enough to, there's a path, they have a path going all the way around some of the falls and you can go and you can only feel a bit of sprinkle on you and you know it, it's really not, you can hear everything. I, I did that, that was, that was lovely. I mean I, I got soaked, I was like oh it this is lovely. I enjoyed that. And then there's a third experience, there's people who take it to the next level, they're very brave. And you, it's not very clear, but actually, you get on a speedboat, you put your wets on, and you ride all around it. You know, there, there's a path You know, they will take you all around it, and with that, you get completely soaked. Okay. I mean, you you get drenched. So if someone comes out of there you know that they have experienced the falls. You know, it's it's, it's a completely different experience. Now, as I was going through this. I was praying that God will help us to have an experience with Him. Mm-hmm. Because we know God sees me; He doesn't fail. But if you don't have an experience with Him, you will always see you it's just God. Mm-hmm. But actually, God wants to have a relationship with us. Yeah. And these three experiences, it can be experiences we have at church, It can be experiences we have with our own connection with God. You could be the one who stands from afar, someone who maybe just comes to church every Sunday and sits down, worship. Yeah, it's Sunday, we need to do that process. It's part of the week. And then there's other people who want to press in a bit more who want to get to the place where, you know, they they actually get involved with things, only until it kind of approaches on certain things and then they back off. But then there are other people who really want to press in, who want to connect with God. They want, they want to get completely drenched, they want to get soaked. But those are the people, when whatever song, if they if came up here and started singing even in Zulu, in, in a different language, a worship song. They just, they just in it. Because they know the God, that they worship Is, is, they're in it, they're so deep. And that's what God wants us to be. Because that's how far he has gone and is willing to even go for us. Some of us who have children, Imagine one of your children just giving them up, just saying, okay, you go and die for your your brother or sister. You know, God gave up his only son just so that he can have a family. So, the experience that you want will be determined by how much of him you want. If you want to press in, then you can have the full experience. If you want to just attend and take things off, you can have that. Nobody forces you. But what you do, or you will know, is that those who press in, they have an experience that blows their minds. That when they encounter this God, Whose CV I just gave to you. Whatever situation they come up against, yes, it will be difficult. He didn't say that you will not go through Jesus said that you will experience things on this earth. But he says, I am with you. Yeah. You will back you. Now, Just three points that I wanted to bring out from this scriptures that we read. The first one is we acknowledge who God is, and that was in verse eleven, where it says, "Who is like You, Lord? Who is like You? If you know someone like this God." then please let me know. Because apart from anything else when you keep reading, actually, God is so proud of you that he wants to show you off to other people. The children of Israel, he said he was destroying things in front of them so that when the kings of other nations, when they hear about them, they'll be scared. When they hear you coming, they'll be worried. When they hear your name, they will be very concerned because they can see someone is backing. In those days, they didn't have social media. They didn't have, you know, Netflix, what uh, was it, TikTok and Instagram and all of that, so that when the see parted, they could, you know, uh, end these guys, there's a God who's, how did, did they find out? Because when they see this group of people coming, there's something different about them. That's why Jesus left us the Holy Spirit. So the moment you gave your yes to Christ, you have this it's up to you to activate whether you want to see from afar, whether you want to get a bit of a sprinkle, or you want to press it. The second point was around verse 13. And the point is, we need to allow God to lead us. In verse 13, it said, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In Psalm 23, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because you are with me. If you allow him to lead you, you will get through the darkness. You will get through every difficult situation that you're facing. The final point is around we allowing God, allowing the powerful arm of God to protect us. Verse 16 said, by the power of your arm, you will pass. God will let you pass through whatever it is you're going through. His arm will take you through. In Psalm 91, verse 1, it says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. All of us have been called. You are part of the family that rests under the shadow of the Almighty. So when you're going through things, you can call upon your God of power and he will step in. Now, as I'm coming down, I just want to let you know something. At work, I am not a boss, I'm a junior. And so, if I'm doing something and I can't get through, I go to my manager and he deals with it. At work, I spoke to my manager and he said, Josh, if you can't get answers, escalate Escalate. And I was like, I like this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because, because look, if, if you're doing something and you can't get through, escalate it. It, it doesn't become your problem then. <laughs> I've, I've escalated. I've got, I've, yeah, I've got the email to say, I escalated it, so, you know, all of you, you deal with it. That's what we do. <laughs> but but when, when it comes to things of God, we don't want to escalate it. We want to solve the problem. But, but we know that actually by escalating, the problem won't be yours. He will sort it out. You don't need to worry about it. This is what happens. We escalated, and then we we're still trying to solve the problem. So what do you want the escalator to do? <laughs> uh, I, was, I was laughing with my wife the other day, we were, we were driving, and she saw, I don't know what she saw, but I was driving. <laughs> and she has her ideas of, or her thoughts of how I should drive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and how I'm driving was not in line with how she thought I should be driving. So she... chips in here and there, you know? And in, in that situation, I didn't, get to a, I didn't get to a point where I just... So, do you want to drive? And then I'll sit down, or shall I drive? <laughs> and the, the thing is, This is exactly what we do as as, as Christians, We, we enjoy God, we love God, but only up until when we have control. To escalate, hmm, fine, sounds good in principle, but actually, practically, it's difficult. I'm saying this because I struggle. But one thing I know is that our journey as Christians, it is a journey. You don't just give, say yes, and then suddenly you're there. It is a journey. So if we don't get it the first time, we don't give up, we get up, we keep going, we keep going, we keep going. And that's what I want to encourage you, because there is a God, Whose arms are open wide, just waiting to welcome you every time you fall. Every time. Now, God is always looking and waiting and watching for you to come. Now, in Luke 15, verse 11 to 31, there's a story where Jesus told us about the Father whose Son had. Left, collected everything, you know. left, he then became very poor and he started to think, Look, I need to come back. Now, when you read that verse, the verse 20, for me, it just stood out that the son took everything. He did not want to stay with the father. But it said in the verse 20, But why? Let's say that together. But why? why he said but while he was still a long way off the father saw him that means that the father was looking the father was just waiting for that and I don't think the son went just one day and came back for him to have been looking it means every day he keeps checking if he's coming and this is my to all of us that we recognize that the father is but wild he's, he is there always just looking. We will make mistakes we all fall but he's waiting for us to just pick ourselves up He said he was filled with compassion for his son. He ran to his son. in those days you can a father never runs. A father does not run to a, a son. People run to fathers. In, in that culture, he, the, father doesn't, he, <laughs> the father doesn't even go and sit and be looking. He gets people to look. Because this man was a rich man. But he had his arms thrown around this boy because he loved him. And the reason he loved him is because it is his son. Mm-hmm. Today, we are sons and daughters of God. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus is giving. And just to close, I just want you to watch this video. This video really touched me because it showed a father, the love that an earthly father had for his son. He, a lot of people saw this when it happened, and and I saw when it happened. It didn't even connect. I had to watch it two, three times to try and understand what's just going on here. And the message behind it is just incredible. But I want you to watch it, and then I will (laughs) conclude. Now, I don't know if anyone here actually saw that when it happened. moving, because the son had trained many years to get to that position. He knew what he needed to do, but he couldn't do it. The officials tried to get him off the track. He said, no, he needs to get to that finish line. His father came from the crowd. And then he picked him up and took him to that finished life. That's what God wants to do for you. He loves us so much. He will go to any level for you. But until you recognize him, it's very difficult. Very difficult. He will put his arm around you and carry you all the way. Do not, (laughs) don't give up, don't give in, don't give out. Yes, you will go through difficult times because you love God, but God will take, he's the only person who can take you through. He's done it before, he will do it again. But you have to allow him to put his arms around you. Yeah. That doesn't come from just attending church on a Sunday. You don't build a bond with someone yeah. just from connecting just one day. You've got to spend time with him. You've got to pray. You've got you've got to read the manual that he's he's giving you his CV. He's telling you read it. So when you know, you can say that, look, he can do this for me. He's done it before. Please, today, let's leave here knowing that, one, the God of power, we need to acknowledge him, recognize all that he's done for us. Number two, allow him to lead us in everything that we do. The only way we can do that is if we determine which which experience we want born in, whether we stand from afar, or actually press in, get fully involved. And then finally, let His arms be thrown around you. When you're going through difficult times, sometimes just sing these songs and just let those words minister to you. Because when you do that, you are calling upon the presence of God. You are calling into that situation, and when you do that, He will show up. He will definitely show up. Look, I want us to, to to stand up, and I would like us. Said minister to you. But what I do know is that the Bible says where two or three are Mm gathered together and we pray, Mm -hmm. God will hear us. If right now there's a situation that you need God to be the God of power, Mm -hmm. you need this God whose CV we've just spoken about. (laughs) Please. Don't be shy. Mm. If you come forward, we will pray. We will all pray. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you just need to reach out and just let God take over. Mm -hmm. If it's a situation at home, if it's a situation at work, whatever it is, you don't have to devolve the situation. Just come and let's pray. Together because it's not anyone here that's going to do it, it's the God of power that will do it.